anyways, I found the podcast. I have some f***ing things to say. Um, so basically just like shut your god mouth and... Yeah, basically just shut your god mouth. It's kind of weird that you get on this app and try to scare people into what their children are being indoctrinated into. You're a whole nother level of triggered baby. And from the moment I saw her, she looked familiar. I'm half white, I grew up with my white family, and I'm supposed to eat that half white. Miss black conservative, I really think you forget that you're half black and black presenting at that. And you've clearly made being a conservative your whole personality. Your content is shrouded in bigotry, white supremacy, and privilege. Let's respond to some TikTok haters. So I didn't see that. I was too busy blogging out the haters. Let's get into it. Yeah, the Guys, before we get into these TikTok hate videos, please subscribe. I noticed that a lot of you are watching this content without subscribing to the channel, but we want more people to find what we have to say here. So hit that subscribe button. So as you all know, I kind of no longer have a career on TikTok. I've been banned on the platform so many times that I've just stopped bothering to post on there. But I realized that there's probably a lot of hate videos towards the content that I used to put out on TikTok. So I figured why not take some time to watch a few, respond to them, see if there's any credible or valid criticism of things that I've put on TikTok. Here's this first one in regard to a video I made about how it is racist for Netflix to put on black categories. Or maybe it was the company being racist by creating black categories for black creators and black stories. How is it racist? How is it? <laughs> oh, well, that's a very short video. How is it racist? Do, do I need to explain why it might be racist? Not only is it causing divide based on a very superficial marker like your, your skin color, but it's also telling black people, you know, here's the boost. We know you need the boost. We know you're not capable of doing this on your own. So we'll create a little black category and try to push people to watch your content. I get it. A lot of people think that there is some sort of positive segregation that we're going through right now by creating black categories and uplifting black owned businesses. I just view it as segregation. This next one is about my famous phrase, okay? Nobody does womanhood quite like a man. We've got a response to that. Let's hear it. No one does womanhood more justice than a biological man. <laughs> this would be upsetting if it wasn't so funny. Honey? You just imply that you genuinely believe that males have an inherent intellectual advantage over women and that we should acknowledge that in the name of feminism. I'll give you a second to think about that one. And I get that this is just outrage farming for you and that your entire grift is just capitalizing on your own pathetically transparent self-hatred, but this one was just a little bit too sad. Okay, so she says, or he says, I don't know what's going on in this video, that I believe that men have an inherent intellectual advantage over women. Now, this video is currently unavailable as far as the original here, because of course I, it gets banned, it gets taken down off of TikTok. So I don't remember this video in particular, but I see behind me is uh, Leah Thomas and talking about the NCAA swimming competitions and how, yes, Leah Thomas, a biological man, does have an inherent advantage over women. I don't think, well, I would say, I don't think there's anybody in this world that wouldn't acknowledge that, but now we are living in a world where tons of people don't acknowledge that there is an inherent, an inherent advantage that men have over women. Now, let's break down maybe a possible intellectual advantage that men have over women. When we look at IQ and we try to compare men versus women. You'll find that men 
are often on the extremes of both ends of IQ, meaning extremely low and extremely high. While women tend to stay in the middle and have pretty even disbursement as far as IQ is involved. Now, that's not to say that women are stupid in comparison to men. It's just to say when we're looking at extremes on the spectrum of IQ or in intelligence, you'll find men are the dumbest and men are smartest often while women have that even keeled intellect. Can we acknowledge that truth? It doesn't make me anti-woman. <laughs> I'm a woman myself. Even though this person uh, comes out and accuses me of some sort of self-hatred, it seems to be the argument that many people just default to when trying to make their own claims is, oh, you must hate yourself. <laughs> Not that I'm acknowledging the truth. I'll allow you guys to make your own judgments on, on that subject matter. Here's another one about uh, me talking about white people having the ability to say anything. Now, again, I don't quite remember this video, but I think the subject matter was me saying that there's a lot of white people being told that they're not allowed to have space in the conversation, that they're not allowed to say certain words, and that Nobody should have that power over you and your language. You can say whatever it is that you want. I don't think white people need me to tell them this, but you can say whatever you want. See, I wasn't even gonna make a video today because it's a holiday for some people, but somebody sent me this. And from the moment I saw her, she looked familiar. <laughs> I'm half white. I grew up with That's me. my white family. Am I supposed to hate that half of my... See, I didn't catch it at first when I saw Crystal's video last night, which I need y'all to watch for full context. But after revisiting her content, yeah, I'm gonna put my two cents in. But y'all already knew I was gonna do that. Miss Half-Black Conservative, I really think you forget that you're half-black and black presenting at that. And you've clearly made being a conservative your whole personality. Your content is shrouded in bigotry, white supremacy, and privilege. And you're the type of person that makes my message hard for people to digest. Because they look at how you speak about topics that affect the community that you're a part of, and then they side-eye the rest of us mixed folks because they think that we feel like you do. Okay, pause. There's a lot of things being said here. So first of all, I guess that I forget that I'm half-black. This is so abundantly true right i wake up in the morning every every day and i go look in the mirror and i go oh! i got scared i dropped my hot pocket <laughs> and i come to the realization of my actual race because as we all know i'm trying so hard to be uh white passing hold my poodle hey yo what's up y'all got a problem in in my life and and in my rhetoric that's exactly what is going on that's what i'm motivated by and uh she accuses me of making conservatism my personality and in a sense i guess that is true i mean it's it's my career it's my work to talk about these issues not necessarily uh, blatantly conservative but certainly right of center in most of the things we talk about but she says this while also being a biracial woman that is wearing a, a necklace of africa some black goddesses on her <laughs> on her ears so i think we could argue that we're both, you know, choosing certain parts of our personality to display. And while you accuse that, accuse me of using whiteness, I would say that you seem to have a, a deeply strong connection to communicating the fact that you are black to people, whereas people might be confused in looking at you. Got <laughs> Potato, potato. <laughs> I think we can let that one slide. Completely understand that sometimes how you're raised is what you project into your adult life. But baby, I can dissect and debunk 90% of your shit. I just need you to remember that when you leave the comfort of TikTok, your family and your geographical location, how does society see you? 
So she says, sometimes how you're raised is what you project into your adult life, which is the accusation that a lot of people throw at me as they learn that I was raised by the white side of my family. Little do they know that the white person that raised me is a very dedicated leftist. <laughs> so people just use their own racial prejudice, which is so funny because that's what they're accusing me of. They use their own racial prejudice to make a blatant statement about how I was raised based on the fact that I was raised by a white mother. Little do they know that my white mother's ideology is completely in line with theirs. So they just never hit the mark there and they think they've won the argument. Now she says, honey, I could debunk most of your shit. then do it. <laughs> then make the video of you debunking the things that I'm saying rather than talking about my skin color or how I'm perceived by the world because I'm aware of how I am perceived by the world. I'm aware that I'm biracial. A lot of left-leaning people, one of the primary hate comments that I'll get uh, in my videos or on my TikTok is, you know, you're, you're always gonna be black. They're always gonna see you as a Negro, as an N-word. And you know, that's interesting. Why are you so keen on, you know, relegating somebody to a specific box and saying that they're always going to be perceived as black? What does it mean to be perceived as black? Can you explain that? I'd love a detailed video on what it means to be black. <laughs> and then we'll, we'll watch that video and we'll see how racist it sounds. Here's another one. Uh, I see the cereal box in the back. So this is a video that I made about Kellogg's cereal where they had a choice on the side for your kids to be able to choose their pronouns. He, him, she, her, or they, them. Let's see. So Kellogg's has released a cereal that is based around LGBTQ pride. And on the side of the box, it is asking your children to pick their pronouns. <laughs> Imagine being this pressed <laughs> over a cereal box when, girl, you have no children of your own. It's kind of weird that you get on this app and try to scare people into what their children are being indoctrinated into. A heads up, LGBTQ plus, um, it's kind of like you're born with it or it's Maybelline. You know what I mean? <laughs> But also, girl, when you said this, it gave me a laugh. I guess Kellogg's is just another name that we can add to the list of woke companies trying to use their brand of virtue signal. Baby, it sounds a whole lot like you are trying to use that cancel culture that you Republicans are just so upset about. <laughs> I will admit, a lot of us LGBTQ people are over the gimmicks of people trying to market to us. But you're a whole nother level of triggered, baby. An interesting argument. So... Why care what children are seeing when you do not have children? <laughs> Which is so funny because there will be LGBTQ activists who say, well, we should be talking about gender and sexuality and all these things in schools and they don't have children. So I would say that on both ends of the spectrum, there is vested interest in being aware of what knowledge or information that children are taking in. The reason it might not be a good idea to say put gender pronouns on a cereal box is that young children's minds are very malleable and flexible and they can be inundated with these ideas and start to adopt them. So then you have little boys thinking they're girls, little girls thinking they're boys, and we know that the outcomes of that sort of ideology, not great. And when you grow up with a generation of kids who are inundated with that confusion, what does that do for the future of your society? So there's plenty of reason to be 
intrigued by what kids are being taught and what they're seeing in their daily life. And I think we as a society have always, for the most part, probably up until now, cared about protecting children. Now, as far as this contributing to cancel culture, now I think there's a difference between taking somebody's tweet that they put out 13 years ago and making them lose their job, ostracizing them from the community, deplatforming them and censoring them, and then criticizing a company and saying, I'll no longer buy from that company. I will choose to put my money to places that support my values, much like everybody in existence does for the most part. <laughs> okay, we got one more here. And this one, I believe, is about the Dylan Mulvaney back and forth that we went through back in the day, which if you guys have been watching this show for quite some time, you know, I was one of the first people to make a video podcast about Dylan Mulvaney. Dylan saw it, made a TikTok crying about it, and we did get some interesting responses in the wake of that. So let's see. Here's one. Hello, and welcome to Bugs Gonna Be a Bitch because people are being transphobic. Anyways. So, I don't know if y'all know Dylan, little Dilly Willy, my favorite person on this app. This is my girl Dylan, love her, hope she's having a great day today. Whoever made her cry, you're gonna be exposed. There's a person on this app that made a little podcast about them and um, was like, trans people don't ex like shouldn't exist it should just be like feminine man um never said that trans people should not exist i fully acknowledge that trans people do exist or at least people who think that they're a different gender certainly exist but yeah i do question whether or not uh these trans people like men who are identifying as women are simply just feminine men or homosexual men and vice versa for women who are identifying as males uh, masculine women, you know, no trannies, no little transgenders. Ooh, tranny's a derogatory term, so I'm gonna need you to take that out of your video uh, immediately. I'm gonna need you to edit that out. How dare you use the word tranny? How dare you? You know, because people can't just like live their life, you know, which is kind of weird. Dylan said not to like send hate or anything and that she wasn't gonna like tell us who said the things or where to find any of it, you know, which like totally valid. I get it. Um, not going to stoop down to her level, you know? Um, anyways, I found the podcast. <sighs> yeah, that is it. Thank you. And I have some fucking things to say. Oh, you do. <laughs> uh, you may be a popular creator and you said that you were trying to be as respectful as you can when in fact, you entirely just disregarded their entire gender identity and the entire gender identity of every single trans person. Um, and you were like, um, just because I too am a minority doesn't mean that you can force me to agree with other minorities' political views. Yep. And I get it. I, I don't she get it. Because I am, I am a minority, but I am not a person of color as... You can tell, you know. I'm already at two minutes, so I'm just going to get to the point. Uh, just because do. you're a minority that doesn't agree with other minorities doesn't mean that you should be taking away their rights. Just as the entire government shouldn't be taking away anybody's f***ing rights because we're all f***ing human. Whoa. Whose rights are we taking away? 
Can I get like a list of what rights I am advocating to be stripped from trans people? Because I just don't recall ever saying that. And there's an interesting point that this woman makes here in saying, you know, you said that you were going to be respectful during your podcast, but you just completely misgender Dylan and you misgender all of trans people in your rhetoric. Now, respect does not always mean that I am just going to affirm the things that you say to be true. If somebody is trying to completely flip on its head our longly held views and scientifically held views on biology and say, you know, I'm a biological man, but I identify as a woman. Therefore, let me in your spaces. Let me play your sports. Let me be around your most vulnerable areas uh, of, of womanhood and let me come and take your your accolades and let's also tell children that they can do the same. You know what? Over the consequences of hurting somebody's feelings, I'm going to pick the truth. And I view that to be respectful. <laughs> and, and even in the videos that we made about Dylan, for the most part, I chose at the time to respect, respect Dylan's uh, pronouns and, and use them. So again, I, I still have yet to hear any valid criticism and that's something that these videos are, are lacking <laughs> um so basically just like shut your god mouth and <laughs> yeah basically just shut your god mouth wonderful well guess what that is the last video for today so i am gonna shut my mouth after this <laughs> but not because uh this woman told me to guys if you find other TikTok hate content that you want to send me, maybe some with valid criticism that we can respond to, please like DM it to me on Instagram so we can do more of this series. Let me know which of these videos had the best argument. Which one were you most moved by? Did you think that person really had a point there or did none of them hit for you either? Because that's what happened to me. Please leave a comment down below how you feel about that. Like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time I post a new video for you guys. That's it. You know, uh, we'll see if we get any other TikToks like this. I'm sure there are many, many more on the platform. Thanks for watching.